Oh, my God. I mean, you know, I thought I hit rock bottom in a handicap stall in Bangkok when a Thai ladyboy snorted crank off my Johnson while a sunburned German watched us on the toilet. Campers Jam cast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander and Matt Trepo. All right, we're back. What is this? Episode 17 of the THC Jam cast. It is 17. Hey, the whole gang's back tonight. Over here to my left, man in the soundboard and the computers. That's right. The technology expert of the Jamcast, Mr. Matt Trepo. Over there eating his Thanks, taquitos dipped in salsa. I think he can probably fit I'll in I'll start talking while I get done eating this bite. That's right. We have our big pizza challenge coming up later, so don't fill up oh, on man. those too much. Hey, have you had Andrew's taquitos? I have not. Dog, I've been living here for like a month. And this motherfucker cooks some good taquitos. Better than I've ever had. They're delicious. You I did put notice that he had them in the deep fryer. Yeah, you got yeah. to put them in the deep None fryer. None of that microwave shit for Andrew. Now, the microwave will work in a time pinch, you know, if it's like a midnight thing or whatever. But the oven is always better than the microwave. Mm-hmm. But the deep fryer... It's always better that's than different either level one shit. of them. Oh, it's it's, it's the like best. a meat filled tortilla chip. So what's in the middle exactly of that bad is. boy? I see it's crispy on and the outside. The, well, I have one pan in there that has beef in them, and then I have another separate plate in there that has the chicken taquitos on those. They're both fantastic. I tell you what, I think I'm going to wait for the pizza, and then I may have some taquitos. Dude, oh, we're going to have some. Taquitos. You mix them in the salt like here. I've got the on the border. Mexican grill and cantina salsa. Though that's good to dip in those. And then I also have the Mrs. Renfro's habanero salsa. That's got a little bit of a bang Ooh, to it. Got yeah. the heat to it. it. Says it's from Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, Renfro. Pioneering award winning I mean if it, if it ain't from Texas, is it really salsa? That's right. I mean, hell, I'll take it. I like it. Well man, this is kind of a special occasion. This is the first time in four weeks we've all been together. Sure, that's I right. I just got out of, as of yesterday, I got out of quarantine. I know. Yes, I, I have. Had, I couldn't be more proud, In Jesse. case you hadn't heard, I got the COVIDs. Jason, I, I survived Fucking the skank. Yeah, I know, man. That's right. It's like an STD. He's got it. Yeah, Ew, man, gross. I, ain't, I ain't ashamed. It, it was an ordeal. I had a, rough, had a rough four or five days, fellas. I, I do appreciate y'all checking up on me regularly. Every Andrew, day. Andrew kept me in food. He made us a big old pot of chili one night and brought me some cinnamon rolls. One night he brought over some pork steaks. Mm. Yeah, he we made on the smokers. Me and Andrew cooked them. They were delicious. Well, he do, it does. I mean, I'm not that big of a sweetheart. It does help that you just live about a mile down the road from the house. Yeah, so but really as they no say, big, it's the thought it's, that it's counts. It's really no and, big deal. And, uh, I was in no mood to cook, so no, I didn't. I didn't assume you were. So I mean, like, so tell us about. About what you experienced. With well, I know y'all the, have some uh, questions. For I do. I Jason's definitely do. perspective on the coronavirus. It's the first day I've seen you in a few weeks. Well, here's what happened. Uh, I guess two Wednesdays ago, which would I guess would have been the ninth. Mm-hmm. 
started feeling bad at work. I was I was chilled, had chills, couldn't get warm, had to wear a jacket at work. Kind of had a slight headache. Now this would have been the okay. So this would have been uh, two weeks ago today. Yes. So that night. yeah, it would have been podcast, podcast day night. last week. Yep. Because I remembered, I don't know, it was like an hour before you usually come over here. You had sent me a text, or you sent us a text, and you said, "I can't make it. I'm fucking sick. Whatever, you know." So, so it was last podcast day. Yes. All right, go ahead. Started feeling bad at work. Had chills. Had some fatigue. I, I knew, you know, how you can tell you're getting sick. Well, before I left work, I ended up leaving work about thirty minutes early because I was just getting worse as the day progressed. I checked my temperature at work, and it was normal. So I drove home, no air on, just the windows up, just basking in the warmth of my car. And I was like, there's no way I can podcast tonight. I, I'm sick. I need to fucking go home and go to bed. So I walked in, and I was like, Tina, I'm sick. I got to go to bed. So she checked my temperature then, and I had 101 temp. And it was normal when I left work 45 minutes early. Yeah. So I went in bed, put four blankets on, would freeze to death for 30 minutes and then burn up for 30 minutes and freeze oh. to death for 30 minutes. So the next morning... Sounds like the flu. Next morning, I called my brother-in-law. He's a physician here in town. And I said, man, I got to get a COVID test because I've either got the COVID or flu. I've got... Because I'm, I'm, I'm sick. So they have the rapid drive-through testing. Went through. I said, while I'm here, I want you to go ahead and do a flu test because if I don't have... I was that sick. I mm -hmm. knew I had something. I was like, if I don't have COVID, I've got the flu. So they did both. Sure enough, 30 minutes later, they called me back. This was on a Thursday. Well, you have the COVID. So you're quarantined for two weeks or 48 hours after your symptoms subside. So, yeah. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, guys, I felt rough. In fact. So the flu test came up negative. The flu was negative. And then the COVID came COVID positive. was positive. Gotcha. Yep. So. Uh, that Sunday was the opening day of NFL football, which is like a which is like a national holiday. I had my fantasy team set, yep. had my DraftKings ready to go. I was like, I'm gonna sit in here and watch football all day. Didn't happen. I went to bed at nine thirty and I slept all day. Just wasn't feeling it. Just wasn't feeling. Now I did have the TV on in the background, so you know, as I would wake up periodically, I'd kind of glance at the TV and see what was going on. Nope, right back to sleep. So you used to <laughs> fucking sick to even pay attention. Yes, and man, Dude, it, I tell you what, I never had any respiratory issues. Never had short of breath. Never had a cough. Never had a sore throat. Never really even had any nasal congestion. My biggest thing was I was so damn tired and i hurt all over really? like i was just so it was all i could do to drag my fat ass from the bed to the bathroom yeah sucks man yeah it was so man, how are your shits i gotta tell you it did affect my gi track and i don't know if it was the medicine i was on or the virus or a combination of the two but i had some Pretty unhealthy looking stools. Right. They were kind of whitish, about the color of your hat. Kind of a light yellow, like, whitish, yeah. like baby shit. Not good. Oh, Not good. God. So I mean, I'm sure the farts were pretty unbearable. Usually, you didn't can, have that much gas. You can, usually, you can even tell by like the smell of your farts. But like, oh boy, that's that, just it. That, I smell, didn't, that smells like my belly. Hurt. I didn't that's really right. have. I did have like some nausea hurts. at some point, but I never got sick. But I did. I did. I didn't have that much gas. It's, I, I kept my regular stool schedule. I'm usually a twice a day kind of guy. Yeah. But man, it just wasn't healthy looking. Nice. Goodness gracious. I mean, but, that sucks, uh, so, 
They send you, the Arkansas Department of Health calls you after they receive your test, and they start sending you a text message every day with a survey on it that has, what symptoms do you have today? Headache, dizziness, loss of taste, loss of smell, cough, shortness of breath, fever. So I would put, you know, fatigue and, you know, uh, sore. And they did this every day. Well, then about last Friday, I said, I have no symptoms. Saturday, I have no symptoms. Sunday, I have no symptoms. So Monday, they called and said, hey, congratulations. Are you still feeling okay? I was like, yeah, actually, I feel 95% better. They're like, well, you've been symptom-free for 48 hours, so we're going to release you from quarantine. So I was like, thank you, Jesus. So they sent me a letter to give to work and to give to everybody, letting them know that I was cool to hang around with. Did you, like, get a sign to put out in your front yard or anything? Dude, nobody comes to see us. Oh. Yeah. My wife ended up testing positive, too. So yep, she had that's it. That's what I hear. How was her symptoms? She wasn't near as sick as I was. She did throw up one night. She had some nausea. She had a slight headache. But I would say overall, she was not as sick as I was. Yeah. Now, she was noticeably ill, but but she didn't have it as bad as I did. That'd be a good you. that would be a good uh that'd be a good uh Title for a rap album: Noticeably ill. Noticeably ill. (laughs) That would be a great, great. But yeah, man, it was an ordeal. I don't know where I got it. I have my suspicions that I'll just kind of leave, you know, to the imagination. But I don't know where I got it. I don't know where I. I can't pinpoint where I got it. But uh, the weekend before was Memorial Day weekend, Mm -hmm. and we were in Mountain Home Mm -hmm. and. That was that a hell of a weekend. Wednesday. Yeah, we had a good we time. We came home, actually. We came home Memorial Day, which was on a Monday, and yep. that Wednesday is when I got sick. So um, so I was freaking out about it for a few days there because I thought, well, shit, man, if Jason's got it, surely I've got it. But I, I don't think I ever – I never never really felt much of anything. So, And i got to tell I, you, a public service announcement – you know, I've been railing on wearing your mask and washing your hands. And I was pretty lax on the mask thing. I mean, I was yeah. just, I was pretty lax on the mask thing. But I'm going to tell everybody out there listening, agree, disagree, whatever. Please wear your damn mask and wash your damn hands. That's the easiest way to not get this. And Yo, you don't nasty want Nasty bastard. Wear your mask, I, wash your hands. I, I get that. Don't get dicky on your hands. I get it. The, uh, the thing that I have, you know, I'm, I had done some research on it, you know, just oh, he's he's on the research, dude. Wagon. I was man because I was afraid, you know, I was afraid for my kid, you know. If, sure, if I, I had it, she had it, but man, it's like, and I and I fully understand and I get it, and it's one hundred percent true that media these days only wants ratings, like that's it, that's their money maker, that's what they do, that's why. I mean, I feel like a lot of it now, after what we do know, what is fact from what I read on the CDC's website, from what I read from studies from um, Yale, there was a study I read from them, there's a study I read from uh, Johns Hopkins, um, and what they're comparing it to is the flu. And that's, that's it. I mean, it's not... Well, the thing is, though, is there's a vaccine for the flu... True, but which the vaccine doesn't work 100% of the time anyways. Right. So you're looking, I mean, even if they come out for a vaccine with COVID, it's still, it's just going to put a little bit of peace of mind, but it's still going to be the same thing. You could get it. I mean, it's always going to be out there now that it has, what do they call that when it's transitioned from animals to humans? 
You know, because used to only coronavirus was in animals, mostly in pigs. Shit, man, I don't uh, know. But in somewhere in China, which they have pinpointed back to a lab, has transitioned this virus to a human airborne virus. And it, Wuhan, 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 however that's pronounced, um, that's where it originated from. Speculation, I guess, is the lab. But anyways, just doing research on it, man. And, dude, everything that's out there that I have read has compared it to the flu and says your symptoms will be much like the flu, much like what Jason just said. My symptoms were very fluish. And, I, in fact, I, I told that to people. My my symptoms were very fluish. Now, even though I'm overweight, I'm in relatively good health. You know, the, the people that I worry about are the people that are older, 65, this 70 with diabetes, with congestive heart failure. Now, these. That, uh, the immunocompromised people, you know, where it was the flu for me, it could it could lend them in the hospital. Oh, lung, yeah. Lung that's problems. True. Yeah. I mean, that's pre-existing true. lung problems. And know. the thing is where I'm at now, you know, on this whole thing after doing research and finding out, you know, the... The CDC did come out, and all these memes I was seeing, I was like, I've got to figure that out for myself. I've got to see it. But they did come out and say that 96, 94% of recorded deaths were deaths with a pre-existing condition. Sure. So there's only 6% of the people that actually died from coronavirus died from just coronavirus. So your well, but chances. the other people died. Yes, that's true. I mean, think I'm about not, I'm not how many pre-existing conditions there are out there. I'm not putting I mean? the fact that people did die. We live in a sick, uh, a sick, and I'm, I'm not talking about demented sick. I mean, a sick health-wise country. I mean, the United yeah. States has more obese people per capita than anywhere I'm in the world. Sick. Oh, yeah. I'm a more people with diabetes than anywhere in the world. You know, we. Yeah. There's a lot of a lot of sick folk out there, man. And, and the 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 symptoms range widely from a bad sinus infection to no symptoms at all to people being on the ventilator. So I mean, it's just yeah. one of those things you don't want to take a chance with. Yeah, a girl, that's true. A girl that Melissa went to high school with, she passed away from it. I don't know. She, I don't know if she well, had. I'm not gonna I say. I don't know what she had or like pre-existing causes or whatever. But yeah, diabetes. she was a girl she went to school with. Well, yeah, but that still fucking sucks. That oh, I know. Oh, dude, if I'm you've not got diabetes, you die from. It. Hell, and my I'm stepdad not. four minutes down the road has diabetes. Well, fuck, I don't want him I'm to get it, exactly and I'm not right. going to be one of these no mask wearing assholes that go into the gas station and oh well, if I get it, it ain't no big fucking deal. But I might give it to my stepdad down the road. The thing is, well, to me though, is there comes a time where we're going to have to weigh the risk reward. Versus this and say, are these masks really worth the reward? And well, the reward being, you know, and, and and at some point, the flu. I remember this in history when I was a kid learning about the flu. And they said they had this big pandemic and they were, they were mandated to wear masks. And everybody was wearing these masks. And the history books, now you can take it for what it's worth. And I remember this as a kid because I always thought that, well, that's a cool analogy. I didn't even know what analogies were, but they had said wearing a mask for the flu was like trying to capture dust with a barbed wire fence. The virus is so tiny and so small 
and so airborne, it's not these masks aren't doing anything. Well, it's interesting. Okay, counterpoint like, to that. Go ahead, Andrew. It's like, um, okay, so Melissa works up at the hospital. Well, you know, people make the COVID flu comparison and all that. Well, the thing is about COVID, there's not a vaccine for COVID. There is a vaccine for the flu. Now, at the hospital, if you end up getting the flu, say you work at the hospital, you end up getting the flu, and you did not have the flu vaccine, guess what? They make you wear a mask to work. And they still do that now. I mean, that's... And it is true that the, the coronavirus is a small enough particle to pass through a mask. But the problem is the virus has to have a vessel, and it's aerosol droplets. Those droplets are large enough that the mask will stop. The virus doesn't just go around in the air by itself. It's got to have a vector, a vessel to travel on. You know, and that vessel is aerosol droplets, which are large enough. Now, is it even if masks only stop? Let's just be really conservative and say masks only stop seventy-five percent of the particles. I'll take that chance. I like my chances. Well, yeah, I know it's not going to be a hundred percent for True. sure. And it's but it's definitely going to be more of a percent than if you weren't at all. And like you said a few episodes ago, it's pretty much the most least fucking intrusive thing that somebody this is could ask you this to is do. True. Just put your goddamn mask but, on. But hear me out here. When are we going to weigh that risk reward? Like, it, wh why weren't we wearing these with the flu? Is what I'm saying. If you, if there's a chance we can get it. The chances of dying from it are just the same as the flu. I mean, when are we going to weigh this risk-reward and say that... Well, what's the well, risk shit. and what's the reward? The reward is not having to wear it. I mean, I mean... So what's the risk? I mean, at some time in point in history, we've already weighed this out, is what I'm saying, toward the flu, and we've said, well, fuck that But mask. which isn't the same thing as the coronavirus. The flu isn't. No, but it's very comparable. I mean, deaths, comparable, you know... A lot of this and, will change when they have a vaccine. The biggest thing exactly. right now is we have a yeah. flu vaccine, okay? And but and, and even experts will tell you they what they do, most flus originate in Southeast Asia, Vietnam, China. And what they do, they see what strains of flu are present over there. They make the flu vaccines here in the United States based upon the flus that are there. And the experts will tell you most flu vaccines, even on a good year, are only about 50 to 60% effective. Okay. Oh, and I yeah. believe that. But right too, now, yeah. there's no coronavirus vaccine, so it's zero percent effective. So when there's a vaccine, which most experts say we won't have a widespread vaccine until mid 2021, I think that'll do away with a lot of the mask wearing. And and also too, I've I've done this research and found out that now this was as of um, two weeks ago, maybe, but. Um, I was doing research and looked up how likely you are to catch the coronavirus again after you've already had it. There has only been four. Yeah, the science is still four. out on that. Uh, it's it, like it chickenpox. Chickenpox is a virus, exactly. right? Exactly. Uh, but you only get it once the in your lifetime. The virus. But once you get it, you don't get it again because you build exactly. up immunity, you build up antibodies. Have you all had the chicken, so, chicken pox? Yes. I did. And yeah, well, did. the science yeah. is still out. There are some scientists that say, no, once you build up antibodies, once you build up immunity, you, you shouldn't get it again. There are some experts that say, well, we don't know. Look at the flu. There's different strains. Exactly. You can get that yeah. again. You, you so the science it. is out on that. I think yeah. I'm leaning toward once you have the antibodies, you're probably good. Yeah. But I'm not a scientist. So. No, I'm not either. But these are just... Things that I've researched and things that I've looked up and 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 
and yes, I I, I I do stand behind wearing a mask because how it's the most it's the less and least intrusive thing you can do. I do understand that, but when are we going to draw that line? Okay, go back say, to your risk reward thing. I know. watched NFL this weekend, and a lot of the stadiums had no fans. Some of the stadiums had twenty five percent capacity. If they said everybody that everybody can come in and buy a ticket if you want one, if you'll wear a mask the whole time. I think people would wear a mask oh, hell for yeah. that. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's oh, the reward of wearing a mask is we get to do more things. The restaurants, you know. I mean, I don't think masks are cure-alls, but it's like anything else. You have to use it properly. It's like a condom. If you don't use it properly, it ain't going to fucking work. That's you know, true. you see these people at restaurants with the mask just over their mouth, not over the nose. So you have to wear it properly. And I'm not saying it's going to save everybody's life, but if it can exponentially lower the chance of getting it, then that's pretty much the least you can do is throwing a mask when you go in come and go to buy you a pop. I, I do, I, and I understand that. I also think that there will be a point come soon, very soon, where all these masks are going to go away and they're going to say, hey, the CDC recommends people with pre-existing conditions, you need to wear the mask. You know, I, And that's what I see coming. That's just my opinion, but I see it coming sooner than later and I see it coming before the end of the year. Walmart already took down their barriers. They've taken down all their um, go-this-way signs. They've taken away that guy at the door handing out masks. I walked in there today, and it was 80% people wearing masks and about 21. Well, to your point, here, people freaked out because this has only really been a deal since February or March, widespread since March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. March, April, May, June, July, August, September. So we're talking seven months this yeah. has been a thing. And when it first came out, we didn't know anything about it. We didn't know if this was going to kill one of every three people exactly. that got it. Now, as more data is coming in, and as you said, your research is showing that, you know, that the mortality rate's not as high. as So we're getting more research. But the reason everyone overcorrected and overreacted with the mask and the stay-at-home orders and all this is because we didn't know. Exactly. We didn't know what we were dealing with. As more and more facts come out and we find out that, of people that get it have a mild case, which is what I would consider I had a mild case, even though it sucked. You know, 80% of people get a mild case, right? So I think as more information and more data comes out, you're going to see the mass restrictions lifted. You're going to see the restaurants open. You're going to see more people at ballgames. But I I will defend anyone who made made the choice to quarantine people to wear masks because they had to... I would rather them err on the side of caution than just oh, yeah. say, oh, fuck yeah. it, everybody yeah. do what they want. And see, I still wear my mask, and I, I still go by these guidelines. I'm just giving the perspective from the guy that doesn't. And and doing the research that I have done on it, I'm no expert by no means. But there is credible, credible sources out there with good, good research on this stuff. And it's... And it's slowly, like you said, we didn't know, so we don't we don't know we still don't know a lot about it, but what we do know, I can see it dropping on down the hill now. So yeah, We're on short, the downhill. Short, I think I think so. As we learn more and more about it, it's like anything. Information is king. The more information we get, the better decisions we can make. Exactly. Talking about government overreach and uh all that stuff, we, we kinda had a debate in a text. Oh, I, mean, yeah. I guess yeah, I guess Matt's showed us something on Facebook where the Paragould Police Department had set up, uh, for lack of a better word, I'll call it a roadblock, somewhere down by Walmart where mm-hmm. they were seatbelt oh, yeah. checking. It was right there in between. The, they're on, like, Carroll Road. They're in between, like, the tobacco store and Gasways. 
is they had because yeah. so I went through so it this that sparked same a, this sparked a big debate amongst the three of us because you know I'm a big proponent of the Constitution, the First Amendment, mm-hmm. right to peacefully assemble, Second Amendment, right to bear arms. You know, everybody forgets about all those other amendments. The Fourth Amendment, you know, the 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 right to uh, the right to privacy, the right to uh, against unlawful searches. And it yeah. was my opinion that you know when they stop people without doing anything wrong, that that's a violation of the Fourth Amendment. Matt well, that, took well, another stance. looking they were looking see, for seatbelts. But see, the thing right, is, was but, he was doing something wrong. You didn't have a seatbelt on. But would they? It's the chicken and the egg thing. When they had, would they have known he was wasn't doing anything wrong if they hadn't had a roadblock set? Well, up? that's why they're cops, though. Like if if they if they hadn't been watching you speeding, they wouldn't have known you sped. If that tree falls in the woods and you're not there to hear it, does it make a sound? Um, it still yeah. makes the sound. You just you're not there to see it. See, well, but it's their say, job. I think it's a money grab. It's I their think job. It's a way to generate funds. It may be, but it's their job. Well, I mean, that's like if off, I come in your job and started teaching, and or you know, it's, it's your job. I'm not going to critique you on your job because that's what you do. I think it's very cocky to assume that you that any that any for anybody to assume that they know exactly what they're checking people for and all that. I mean, fuck. For all we know, they could be looking for a particular person. Oh yeah, they could be. You know who who freaking knows? Now I'm sure the revenue that's gained in the process is icing on the cake. Oh yeah, it's but a at win-win. the same time, there's all kinds of shit that those guys have going on at all times that we don't we don't know what's going on. And at the same time, it's not something that really like fucking bothers me that much because I just wear my damn seatbelt anyways. Oh, I do too. Yeah. I didn't, I yeah. haven't always worn my seatbelt and stuff. I used to be that prick that, uh, bitch about seatbelts and Still all that. Prick. But no, man, I got, uh, <laughs> Melissa's just standing over there looking at me all awkwardly. Oh. And just, I'm Melissa. Um, but no, uh, <laughs> now she's out. <sighs> I, I was driving down the road one day, and this is probably about four or five years ago, and I was like in front of uh, the Dodge store, and out of nowhere, a cop got behind, like I had gotten up beside the cop, he was in the other lane, and then at some point he had gotten behind me and he pulled me over, and I didn't know, because I wasn't speeding or anything, and he pulled me over, and he came up there, and that was the reason that he pulled me over is because I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Really? I wasn't doing anything else wrong, but that was why he pulled me over, and I wasn't wearing one. And this was it was four or five years ago. Hell, it might have even been six years ago. I don't know. But anyways, it was a city. It was a Paragold City cop, and he gave me a ticket, and it was, a, it was for like 90 bucks or yep. something. Yep. Same thing happened to me. Okay. Yep. Well, fast forward about... Two weeks later, I'm on my way home from work one day. Guess what? I wasn't wearing a seatbelt. And there in that same spot up there by Gasways, I was rolling through that intersection, and he was, I guess, just sitting there in the Walmart parking lot looking at people. But he come and pulled me over there at uh, like where Come and Go is. And it, that was a state trooper. And I knew I hadn't been doing anything, hadn't smoked any weed in the truck, nothing. I didn't have anything <laughs> like going on like that. And he came up there, and uh, that's why he's pulling me over because I didn't have my fucking seatbelt on. Yep. Well, that ticket was like seventy bucks. I guess the state police it was a little bit cheaper. But anyways, after that, I just started wearing my fucking seatbelt. Learned your lesson. And believe it or not, believe it or not, 
I promise anybody, anybody out there that, by God, I don't wear a seatbelt and I don't want to wear a seatbelt. Oh, it chokes me or what? Man, get the fuck over it. Because right. I, it doesn't bother me at all anymore. It doesn't no. either. And here's my no. thing, though. I'm just going to take the devil's advocate position and look at it pragmatically. You know, if who are they protecting by forcing you to wear a seatbelt? Is that oh. is that is that going to is that going to protect any other drivers on the road if you get in an accident? But at the same time, it kind of refers back to the COVID thing a little bit. It's like, well, we could save this many people by right. making this law. And driving I, is a privilege; it's not a right. And I also know that it sounds crazy that you know, in the name of safety, they have a law that makes you wear your seatbelt. But at the same time. You can even just ride a motorcycle in fucking general. Yeah, without a helmet. Like, well, yeah, in if Arkansas, you're over 21, you don't have to have a helmet. But that that's the big argument that I understand is out there is because people are like, well, I ain't going to wear my damn seatbelt until people have to start wearing helmets on motorcycles. Well, fuck the helmets on the motorcycles. Why are you even allowed to ride a motorcycle in general yeah. if you have to wear a seatbelt in the vehicle? See, but, they... It used to be a secondary offense. I don't know when this changed, but it used to be they couldn't pull you over if you were not wearing a seatbelt. Click it or ticket, man. That's now, when it changed. Mm -hmm. Right. But before, like if they pulled you over for speeding and you weren't wearing a seatbelt, they could yeah. give you a seatbelt ticket. If yeah. they pulled you out over for a busted headlight, they could give you a... But somewhere, and it must have been before you got pulled over, they changed it to make a primary yeah. offense where they said, well, now... You can pull someone over for not wearing a seatbelt. I've got a seatbelt ticket before; it cost me ninety dollars. Yeah, it see, sucks. The, and the thing I the the thing that got me about that why I screenshot it, sent it to you guys, is because man, he was just he was going on about. I'm not going to say bitching because I know he wasn't. This was and, on Facebook, right? Yeah, and I know him. Oh, no, him. he was definitely I'm, bitching. Well, I know him, and I know well, we've duck hunted together. He's a pretty good friend of mine, and uh, and boy, it just stirred the pot, but. What it, what got me was, man, you were breaking the law and you got caught. So what? Just let that be it. Because no matter what, it doesn't matter what you have to bitch about. Oh, these cops ain't got nothing to do but pull people. Well, look at it from the cops' perspective and say, you know, maybe they were looking for somebody. Or maybe they were, you know, looking for drugs. But that's an easy way for them to be able to... to stand out in the middle of an intersection and look at every single person that drives by. So maybe they are looking for that guy with the mullet that's got a 10-year-old girl in the backseat of his car coming from Texarkana or something and passing through Paragould. Maybe they got a hot tip. They're not going to say, hey, we got a hot tip. There's somebody coming through. They're just going to set up a roadblock, and how are they going to do that? They're going to start checking for seatbelts. They could have been doing that. We don't know. But they get they get the bad rap for it. Because he wants to get on Facebook and bitch about it. Look, dude. Yeah, I mean, you I'm, you broke the fucking law and yeah, you got caught. But Simple. he's also one of them guys that I'm sure four months ago. Sorry, I got a mouthful of taquitos. <laughs> I'm sure he was also one of those guys four months ago during the George Floyd thing that probably shared several memes saying, "Yeah, well, if you just follow the fucking law, you then you won't have to mess wrong. with the cops. You don't have to worry about yeah. it." And yeah. see, that's the thing. That's the double standard. Oh, no, it's a little there, bit different when they're just wanting you to put a seatbelt. I got one better than that. That's what know. rubbed me the wrong way. Thank God Arkansas hadn't thought about this one yet. And I think I may have told y'all this, but I'm going to tell it again because it's it's in the same realm. 
We were in uh, Arkansas doesn't have this, thank God, but there are several states that do. We were in Tennessee coming home from a band contest at 1 o'clock in the morning. We were coming through Union City, Tennessee. Union City. We were probably about an hour and a half, two hours away from home. Beautiful. At 1 o'clock in the morning. My son was asleep in the back. My wife was asleep in the passenger seat. I was in the gray minivan, and a light turned yellow at 1 o'clock in the morning. So I gunned on it. This is right. <laughs> I'm imagining the scene from uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. <laughs> yes. Everybody's asleep, and the chick in the red convertible speeds. No, it up wasn't nobody, you. son. It You're was me. It was one o'clock in the at her and shit. So anyway, the light turned yellow. So I gunned on it, and I got about halfway through, which, in my defense, was the shortest fucking yellow light ever. Yeah. I got about halfway through, and it turned red, and I saw strobe lights. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" So anyway, I didn't Damn think camera. much more about it. Got home. Two weeks later in the mail, I get an envelope from the Tennessee Traffic Authority or whatever. And I opened it, and it's four pictures of my van oh, going shit. through a red light <laughs> with a $50 ticket. Showed <laughs> Tina over there asleep with her head slumped It down. showed a picture from the back where you could see the license plate number, a picture from the side, a picture from the front. Now, you couldn't make out who was driving, yeah. and it was $50. This is what pisses me off. It's a money grab because I that, looked it up. No, that is. Many people said, you can beat these You can because it said you can come to court in Union City at two hours away on whatever date or just pay the $50. Yeah. Right. So what the fuck are you going to do? It'd take you $50 to drive exactly. over there. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I read up on these online. They were like, you can. these are very beatable because they can't prove you were driving the vehicle. They can prove it's your vehicle, but they, they cannot prove you were driving it because there's not a picture of you driving it. And I was like, I did the math, like Andrew said, and I was like, well, shit, it'll be just cheaper and easier just to pay the $50. Yeah. So I did. But, I yeah, so if you're ever in Tennessee... No, their yellow lights are very, very quick and don't run one. See, and I wonder if they pinpoint people from other places. Your plate was from Arkansas. I wonder if that's not, I mean, it took a picture, but I wonder if they send these out to people that live in Union City. I don't know. Or, you know, because think about it, they'd have a lot of people come back to court yep. and be like, well, I'm not paying this. That's not, that's not me. You can't prove it. Yeah. But they know you're not going to come back over 50 bucks. They know you're just going to. So I, I did some on. more research on the legality of this and what states have this, et cetera. You can actually buy license plate covers that have that like a reflective it? that oh. block the camera. So when it strobes, it like blacks out. That your, is amazing. Well, guess yeah. what? Here in Arkansas, it's completely against the law to have anything over your back license plate that will come in between that and a lot. Really? Yes. I used to have the smoked out license oh, well, plate yeah, and all you that. You can but tell. No, I think it's, what he's talking yeah, about, these you are can't clear. tell. These it's are clear, clear, but like when you hit them with the light, they have little bitty like particles of glass or something in it, so it reflects the light back. It acts yeah. as a reflector. See, I would almost think, I would. Um, my first instinct would say that that's probably illegal. In I don't know. So. I, I I don't it probably know. is. I'm not positive, but... So, if I lived in Tennessee, my ass would have one. Just yeah, because no something shit. makes me think, when I got in trouble for having a, which that was a long, long time ago, I was thinking they said there was some law about having anything in between the actual plate and and their light or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, that that's 
I, I don't want anybody to think that I don't, I don't respect the, the job that our police do because You're that a is an heathen, impossible yep. job. Oh, yeah. Especially that is right an now. impossible job. You impossible. have to be part therapist, part... Uh, I mean, it's part attorney. Like, I would not want to do that, and I take my hat off, my proverbial hat, to anybody that does. But oh, I yeah. just don't like roadblocks. I think they're yeah. unconstitutional. Well, uh, it's okay. It's all right. So we're gonna, are we going to eat some pizza here in a little Yeah, bit? man, let's take us a quick break. We've been all going right. here for a while. Uh, good to be back with you fellas tonight, man. Dude, I wasn't I'm sure excited. I was going to make it. I thought y'all was going to have to take this as two-man what, show on the road. What did he say in that text message? He said, "If, oh, I, if, I, if I, die, I die, yeah, <laughs> I even sent a death text oh, text message. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, yeah, uh, y'all have to pull that back up. Uh, no, I said so, I was laying my ass in bed. Oh, he told I might us dying and hoping I might because I felt so damn bad. It's like, <laughs> guys, I've already told Tina, but if I die, y'all got to be pallbearers at my funeral. Yeah, that's oh, what man. it was. Boy, that's, that's what heavy. it was." Yeah, no but shit, especially if I had to be his pallbearer. I'm no, back. That's what yeah, I was saying that's heavy. That's you heavy. can get the feet. We'll give Andrew the head. <laughs> that son of a bitch is heavy. I got his ass. We should have buried him 20 years ago. <laughs> well, man, let's take a break, and we'll come back and eat us some pizza. All right, man. I'm talking to my friends, Mama. Quit bothering me. Okay, so it's time for round two of the THC Jamcast Dude. Pizza Challenge. Oh my God. We had our first round a few weeks ago. It's been a while. But just to recap, we had Fazoli's versus Little Caesars. Uh, in a two-to-one vote, Fazoli's won. So they move on to take on Casey's Pizza, which is good. So this week in round two, we're going to have Domino's versus Pizza Hut. So we have two large pizzas here. Both just as they come, stock pepperoni pizzas. Yep. So, first of all, Andrew, during break, laid them out here for us. And I'm just going to give the look test, first of all. And just giving them the eyeball test, it's got to go, in my opinion, to Pizza Hut. I agree with that. See, it's kind of close to me. I don't know. But, yeah, I see what you're saying. It, Domino's looks Hut. like it's got a, a, like 30% crust and 70% pepperoni and cheese. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. The Pizza right, Hut so does kind of. Which one are we trying first? You're let's go with your Domino's. Because I'm fucking. Let's hungry. do the We're Domino's do first. Domino's here you go, first, Matt. Right. I'll get you a piece of this Domino's That's here. Funny. So this is the Domino's pepperoni pizza. And I, I will say this flat out. I mean, I'm a. This one's going to be the hardest for me. I think there was a time in my life where Domino's pizza is about the only pizza I ate. Oh no, same here. And I think that's why this one's going to be so hard. It is delicious. Mm. I mean, Man. God, it checks all the boxes for me. Yeah, mm. good. It's just mm. good all around. Pretty good sauce. Pretty good cheese. Pretty good crust. Pretty good pepperoni. I think I got a turd on the bottom of mine. That's a spider, man. Or I think a they cooked a spider chip. into it. Cool. That may what in the world ooh. is that? Ooh, it's gooey. It's gooey. Look it. See if that. Would you like sweet. another piece? See if it tastes sweet. No, it's just sauce. See, I oh. can already tell, and I'm not even to the crust yet. A little garlicky. Mm. Well, yeah, I love that. Yeah, see, it's it's okay, but it's very, the garlic is very overwhelming. Yes, mm -hmm. for me, like yeah. 
like when I eat a slice of pizza, I do also like to eat the crust, but boy, so much damn garlic. And I really on don't it. think they used to put all that garlic on it. No, that was when they like revamped their when Domino's like revamped, revamped the logo their pizza and everything. Yeah, like people were telling them that their pizza tasted like cardboard with ketchup on it and all that, and they completely went from scratch and changed everything. Oh, they were saying, "Well, fuck you, we'll put some garlic on it." What do you think? But I, I <laughs> <laughs> well, that's basically what they did because like I always ate Domino's pizza when I was a kid, and if it was cardboard and ketchup, yeah. fucking, I liked it. Right, yeah. Because when I was at my mama's house, she lived over on the east side of town, and if she, um, she actually she lived over there on Tower Drive, there where the radio station is. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we ever got pizza, we got it from Domino's, and man, I remember the old school Domino's tasting pretty good. But yeah, boy, this garlic. I mean, it's, it's boy garlic. when you get when it's you get loud. To that crust, the garlic really gets you. It's a little aggressive, really gets so, yeah, you. And I'm, but I'm a huge fan of the garlic. But I man, I'm telling it. you. Good all-around pizza. Mm. Oh, yeah. Good yeah. all-around pizza. I ain't going to throw it away. Like when you're at a church function and they got to order 12 pizzas for the youth department, that'd be a solid choice. Oh, yeah. Yep. Now, but now guys, they just the go winner of this, the winner of this round moves on to take on Brick Oven Pizza Company, which will right. be hard to beat. That's going to be really hard to beat. Brick Oven is a little more... A little more upscale as the pizza goes, at least in Paragould, than, right. than either one of these. That's what they say, anyways. Yeah, their toppings are pretty good. Yeah, they do have they do have decent toppings. Um, I like going there because you can you can have some pizza and get you a pitcher of beer or whatever. And for the folks that like a lot of the craft beers and stuff, they. Brick Oven, they've got their own little brewery Ooh, a in there. Brewery, yeah. The Brick and Forge, uh, or Brick and Forge Brewing Company, or whatever. Oh, all right. So he's handing me a slice of pizza. So overall pizza. thoughts, overall thoughts on that before we move on. Like if you were that just was, if you were giving it one to ten, just on far as pizza goes, I'd say six and a half or seven. Right, mine was a seven and a half, but yeah. I do like the garlic a little more than y'all do. I mean, yeah, I'll definitely give it a I'll definitely give it a seven. Now this does look like this Pizza Hut does look like it's got a little more pepperonis on it. Oh yeah. Dude. I just smelt of it and I just you close your eyes and smell it and that's just Pizza Hut right there. Mm. See mm. this is this has right. got my winner, man. It's just got that taste. For me, it's rather comparable to Pizza Inn. And I'm I'm just a huge Pizza Inn fan. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the, the all the garlic isn't present. So I mean, somebody that really likes a you whole lot of garlic, the they better. might not dig this. And I tell you what, even though the crust is pretty thick, it's not so thick that it gums up in your mouth. Mm-hmm. No, and now I will say, unlike our first pizza challenge, both of these pizzas are cooked. To my satisfaction, yeah, they're oh, both I done. would agree. Both of these are better than either one of the pizzas we have. Little last. Caesars yeah. and Fazoli's both were doughy last time. Some people may really dig that, but man, I just can't do it. Andrew hates doughy. No, I like their sauce. Mm-hmm. Kind of zesty. Yeah, and the overwhelming or the underwhelming taste of garlic. What you taste more the pizza. Like the, the mm-hmm. pepperoni, yeah, you can really. taste more pepperoni. The mm. now, see if we were doing cheese pizzas, I would probably say Domino's. But yeah, 
that that's something else. That's that's the delicious pizza. So right I feel there. like this, like if um, if Little Caesars and Pizza Inn had a baby, it would be Pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah, that's a pretty good because their their crust seems a lot like Little Caesars. But it does. The toppings and stuff is as good as uh, the crust is pizza very Inn. minimalist, but I like that. Yeah. And y'all remember the the uh, boxes that Pizza Hut used to have? Come with that big ass square pizza. They still have it, the big dinner box. Oh, dude, I love yeah. them things, yeah, man. Ha- and you can get wings and breadsticks yeah. and uh, oh, two liter chody pop. See, I hadn't had Pizza Hut in so long that I don't even know that. You know, I forget that we have Pizza Hut. Actually. See, I really feel like if Domino's didn't use that garlic, the pizzas would almost taste identical. Well, you can order Domino's without garlic on the crust. Yeah, I know that, but we wanted to just get it yeah. stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is stock. Yep. All right, I, th- I know what my decision is. You guys finish your pizza, and we'll talk about it. Well, but yeah, it's, I'm uh, here to tell you, I think it's going to be unanimous on this one. Um, All right, so pizza, pizza. I'm the count of three. One, two, three. Domino's. Pizza Hut. No, I'm just kidding. I, mine's Pizza Hut too. Yeah, I know it is. Yeah, yeah. it's Pizza definitely Hut. Pizza Hut, man. Yeah. That's that's just a it's an all around better. Pizza. You know, Domino's has tried to reinvent themselves several times. For a while, they were the. You remember when they offered thirty minute guaranteed delivery? Mm-hmm. Like that was the thing when they yep. first come out. If you don't get your pizza in thirty minutes, it's free. Mm-hmm. I bet their drivers loved that idea. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But you know, they've tried to reinvent themselves, and remember. Now they got those commercials where they're giving people free pizzas because they got a fucked up pizza, and mm-hmm. they have the pizza insurance, yeah, which I don't even pizza. know. I bet their drivers love those commercials. Yeah, yeah. So, and now I guess in some towns they have like the cars that have the warmers in the back. See and, mm-hmm. all that. See, I think. I mean, I understand. You know, they're just trying to get as much business as they can possibly get. But those commercials like that, saying you know, like. Oh, well, if there was anything remotely fucked up about your order, you can get a free pizza. Dude, that is Karen fuel. Oh, yeah. Those commercials oh, yeah. are Karen fuel. Karen yep. see those, and they start getting soggy in their britches. under britches. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, winner of this round. Oh, I'm going to get me a free Unanimously pizza. in a mm-hmm. three to nothing decision is the Pizza Hut. I would say if I had to rank it, like we did, that's a solid eight and a half. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. that that's it, that. it had it didn't have that really cheap, you know, cookie cutter box. See, yeah, I'll tell you another it. thing that I really enjoy at Pizza Hut is like the um, the wings that they have. Oh, their wings! They have are a delicious. good sauce called the Burning Hot Buffalo Sauce. I haven't tried that, and I like to get those. And like when you get done eating the wings. There will be a lot of sauce left over, like in the bottom of the container. So then when you're eating that Pizza Hut pizza, when you get down to the crust, no fear, just dip it into that wing sauce and oh. eat that. It's so fucking good, dude, man. That, and that's the fattest is. thing that I've said in the last two weeks. Well, dude, you've been over there so. eating taquitos since we sat down here. Dude, right. I've been <laughs> eating nonstop <laughs> this evening. So we have a symptom of COVID. We have no, uh, stop. We have four left in our preliminary round, and so, so there's there's two more two more contests in our preliminary round. I'm gonna let you guys pick next the next podcast. Do we want to do Papa John's versus Pizza Inn or Marco's versus Larry's? Ooh. 
I say we do Marcos versus Larry. Marcos versus Larry will be our next. I feel like Papa John's versus Pizza Inn. That's going to be a gauntlet. Yeah. Like that's. Ugh. Yeah. That so, one's going to be a tough one. The winner of Marcos and Larry's will move on to face Come and Go Pizza. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I nice wish y'all could have saw the look that Jason had in his eyes Don't. when he said Come and Go. Dude, pizza. Come and Go's gas stations <laughs> yeah. around here have upped their pizza game. Oh, yeah. Man. Don't don't Hunt brothers doubt for fucking life, man. Don't doubt Casey's and don't doubt Come and Go. Where's I've that place that we stopped? Delicious. Was it Jordan's? Me and we, we yeah, were going. God. We were me and Matt were going <laughs> oh, up to uh, Rome Valley. Valley to play a show up there. Andrew was already up there camping, and we oh. stopped at that new Jordan's right there in uh, Porsche. In Porsche, yep. yeah. So I went in. I had to get some smokes or something. I went in, and they rice. had some pizza up there by the <clears throat> by the counter in their little pizza oven that like rotated around. It was like get a piece of pizza. I was like, I'm hungry, and that looks pretty good. Give me a slice of pizza. So I got a slice of pizza, some smokes, and a soda, and it was like seven bucks, right? So Matt said, yeah, I want a piece of that pizza, too. I was before you in line, right? No, you were after me, wasn't I? No. Yeah, I was before you. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Matt got a piece of pizza and maybe an oatmeal cream pie. Hell, I don't remember. His was like $13. I get up there no, and order like pizza, pizza, and something else, and mine was like seven, and I'm like, Matt, I think they charged you wrong. Dude, they charged me 20-something They charged you for a whole pizza. She charged me for the whole pizza. And, and he didn't save his receipt. I, did I you didn't. go back in? No, I, I didn't. But no, they charged him for a whole pizza instead of a piece of pizza. Yeah. So I how didn't. was the pizza? It was pretty good. It wasn't $20. Good. It wasn't $20 good, but... Would it have been $20 worth if you got a whole pizza? Uh, well, he had other things too. I, other I don't think too. it was a twenty dollar pizza. I think, oh. I, think, I think it was more along the lines of like a eleven, twelve dollars, twelve dollar pizza. Yeah, because yeah. I had a soda and I had some Slim Jims and oh, you know, all you. sorts of shit. But just there's just the essential gas station stuff. Exactly, yeah, exactly. gas station. Yeah. And then I was like, well, fuck, we're gonna be jamming for a while. I need some tackling fuel, and so I got me a slice of pizza. And I didn't pay attention to what she even said. I just threw my card in that bitch. And I walked out. Because we got to the, the car, and I was like, Matt, that sounds kind of high. Well, so, he was like, he was like, dude, how much did you pay for your pizza? And I was like, uh, you know, I don't I don't even know. And he was like, well, she rung me up, and it come out to be 20-something dollars. And I was like, what the fuck? And he looked down, and she's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I charged you for a whole pizza instead of just one slice. Well, he got out for eight bucks, and then he said, Come to the truck and sit down. I was already eating my pizza and everything. I'd already eaten three quarters of it, and uh, so it turns out you paid for something you didn't eat. Yes. Yeah. Well, guess what? Yesterday I paid for something that I didn't eat oh, because oh. I went to the Jordan's Quick Mart in Paragould and I ordered a uh, I, the gas station lady there behind the counter. I I told her I said, gas "Hey, station I want one of those corn dogs and one of the Crispitos." Well, she's back there wearing her mask, but she's got it completely pulled down, and it's yeah. under her chin. Yeah. And while she was grabbing that corn dog and Crispito out of there, she let out one of the biggest fucking hack coughs oh. that I've ever heard in my life. Never even turned her head or nothing. Oh. But she also never hesitated to put it in that 
fucking little wax paper bag or whatever and hand it to me and all that. And anyway, I don't know if she saw me do it, do it or not, but I was buying a pack of cigarettes too. Well, as soon as she handed me those and I paid for them, I walked right out the door and I threw that fucking bag in the trash can. <laughs> that was standing, Not today, COVID. Dude, right yeah. beside the door. Dude, it was nasty. Like, I, I that's get over gross, most shit, man. but... Uh, that's, that's that was gross. that one was like I could almost see the particles hit them. Well, I think this was a, a topic that I had said text you guys, and I was like, "This is," and we may have already discussed it. I don't know, but you know, I I was pulled up at a establishment here in town, and uh, oh my oh, god, wow. Jason just farted, and it sounded like it had a quart of water <laughs> mixed in with it. A quart. <laughs> <laughs> it would. It just went. All of his farts and and Cox said this too, because uh, he farted one time and Jeremy was here. But it it sounds like gwart, G W O R T, gwart comes out of his ass gwart? every time he farts. It just gwart. like I can't imagine any scenario that your ass is clean right now after <laughs> after doing what I just heard. Guess you we'll do. find out directly. Good yeah. God! <laughs> I mean, I bet if you took at least one wipe. It wouldn't be white. I mean, it may be like a small shade of tan or something, but dude, anytime I fart like that, I am running to the bathroom. I don't know. I've got no pretty way. good control of my sphincter. I can Whew. tell what's going on down Damn. yonder. That was loud. So, y'all been watching any football? Hey, Arkansas plays this weekend, You're finally. Damn right they do. Who are they going to play? Georgia. Georgia. They're going to get their ass oh, kicked. Yeah, we're going to get yes. that ass whooped. But it's all right, man. It's like it's me cool. and you playing the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it's like. Or no, me and you playing a boys a boys club squad. That's yeah. what it'd be like. Yeah. yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah but I know the Razorbacks play. I saw Arkansas State's game got postponed again. Yeah. Yeah. So they're not going to be playing this week. Who were they supposed to be playing? Tulsa. They were going to be playing Tulsa, and I, they can't fill the team because they have so many people out. So. They postponed it. They supposed to play UCA last weekend in Jonesboro, and that got postponed. So, you know. But, no, I've been watching the NFL. I am a big football fan, mainly just because of my fantasy. I, I know Andrew plays fantasy, Yeah, too. that's the only reason that I really watch any of it's it. Is I fantasy. Like, I like to keep up with the fantasy football. But, man, my team for the last two weeks have sucked. I'm, I'm 0-2 in my fantasy league. Oh, oh not man. a good start. Oh, it's a fucking terrible start. I've had Leonard Fournette. For like the last four years now, and hey, I, I just he's haven't trending learned. up. Hang on to him; he's trending up. That's he what scored, they say every year. He scored two touchdowns last weekend. Had over a hundred yards. Yeah, well, I had him on the bench, so it didn't do me any good. Oh, so, yep, there you go, Dick. Managerial decision. Gone Man, I, I I haven't got into fantasy. The only thing I get excited about in sports is Arkansas sports, and I mean, I, if I'm watching football. NFL, I watch it for the speed. I love watching the speed of it. So much faster than Dude, that's amazing how those dudes are in it. God, how hard they hit and just the speed of the game is fun to watch. I love it. If you hit me or you like that, we'd have to be off work for two weeks. Dude, my back. God, there's no way. Well, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, have been. The reason I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan because I'm old enough to remember we only got three channels here in Paragould. We got... Channel 3 out of Memphis, Channel 5 out of Memphis, and Channel 8 out of Jonesboro. And if they were showing an NFL game around here, about the only game they showed were Dallas Cowboys. America's teams. team. America's right. team. Yeah. Man, they suck ass. They they won this weekend, but they shouldn't have. They trailed the whole game. They but I'm kind of won. on the Titans bandwagon now, the Tennessee Titans. They're my AFC team, and they're 2-0. They're and oh. 
Big King Derrick Henry running I wild. I do Hill's like the Titans, good. man. Rob. Did he go to uh, Alabama? He did. He did. Won the Heisman Trophy. Yep. I always get him and what's his name? Uh, Mark Ingram. He, yeah, went yeah, he went to Alabama, too. Yeah, yep. No, dude. You, uh, Henry's a man. He's like 6'2", 250. He is a man among yeah, boys. Ingram is, is playing for the Baltimore Ravens. He's on the uh, backside of his career. He's probably late 20s, early 30s, which for running backs, getting on up there. Yeah. Running backs are like a set of tires. They only got so much tread on them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at uh, some of the best ones. I mean, even are beat up to this day. Emmett Smith, man. His yeah. knees went out. Like I, see, when I was a kid, I was a big fan of the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, that was just the big well, team they were fucking here good. to be yeah, a fan of. Yeah. It was in the 90s. Yeah, when I was, I was a fan. Man, I used to watch the Cowboys with uh, Troy Aikman and Michael Irvin. The playmaker. And, that's Nate right. Newton and uh, Deion Zanders and Emmett Smith and all them guys, but yeah, dude, Emmett Smith was my favorite. And There's stories about Michael Irvin and Deion Sanders, like they were huge partiers, and a lot of these oh, Cowboys, yeah. Coke, they man. would rent out the top floor of like this swanky hotel in Dallas, and the whole the whole hotel staff knew about it. All the team, they'd rent out the top floor of the hotel for the weekend from like Friday evening till Sunday afternoon, and you had to have a special pass to get up there. Evidently, from what I hear, epic. Like hookers blow thousands of dollars in gambling. Like just they a just good, partied good wholesome time, right? Yeah, just yeah. a good wholesome yeah. time. Like show up That's Friday right. at Five o'clock, and we got to be checked out by Sunday at dark. And yeah, just y'all clean the rest of that coke up. We're gonna leave it for you. That's your tip. Clean Evidently, it, it was a pretty wild time. Yeah, I would. Well, I'm sure. It'd sure. have been a great time to be a NFL player back then. I guess that's when uh, Michael Irvin always wore the uh, big fur coats, even yeah. in the summer. <laughs> I, well, hell, if I was doing a bunch of coke and booze and pills, shit, fuck yeah, man, give me a fur coat. That's you know right. why? Because you can't have one, motherfucker, and I got one. Yeah. Ooh, well, have uh, you you talk shit about me all you want to? I'm gonna sit over here with my feelings hurt in my fucking fur coat. That's right. Do you do you, you think? Do you think that the the relations in this country have affected the ratings on? Certain man, sports. it's hard to say. I don't put a lot of stock in ratings simply for this reason right here. A lot of people stream games now. Yes, I know people that don't have cable, and you can go on the internet and stream any game you want for free. Yep, that doesn't count toward the ratings. They're not people are watching stuff different, like they're watching stuff on their phone now instead mm-hmm. of on the TV. So, I mean, I don't think the ratings have taken a biggest hit as people think. I just don't think people sit in their house and watch cable. Much well, you also got to think most of the people that are posting online saying that they're boycotting the fucking NFL are people that have never really watched the fucking NFL to begin with. Oh, that's either. true. So I know you that take for that a fact because you look at some people and you're like, oh, these. Hey, you know, the people I, that say they, I get I don't tired watch sports. I I am a I'm the most liberal guy here, and I'm a social war justice warrior. But I don't care what it is. I get tired of the human interest stories. It's like when you turn in to watch a golf tournament that starts at two o'clock, 
and the coverage starts at 12, and the first two hours is human interest stories. Or mm-hmm. you turn in to watch the Olympics, and the race doesn't start till 3, and then they got two hours worth of human interest stories. Mm-hmm. Just show me the game. Yeah. Like, yeah. I understand people peacefully protesting the kneeling thing. If you want to do that, he ain't, he ain't speaking out against the national anthem. He's speaking out against what he views as social injustices. He ain't hurting nobody. He ain't bashing nothing. No. But I, I just want to see the ball game. Just show me the ball game. Yeah. You know, I, I, get, I get tired where, of the human interest Well, stories. that's where, you know, logical, reasonable people need to just, you know, if you don't like <laughs> what they're doing – fine it's not a big deal you don't have to boycott the nfl just because there's people kneeling or whatever well me and and andrew i just want to watch a game and that's it me and andrew had this conversation yesterday and i'm not going to go into the the specifics the specifics (laughs) of it i'm not going to go into the specifics of it but our basic conversation is you know it's really naive to think that everyone starts at the same starting point in life because we don't. Like, guys, we all come from pretty similar backgrounds, okay? Our families weren't rich, but we weren't poor, right? You know, we, we have a pretty good foundation of, you know, if we wanted to go to school, we could. If we all wanted to go to college, we probably could have. You know, but there's some people that are born into situations that it's hard to get out of. And none of our none of our powdered asses can even begin to understand what kind of situations that some people grow up in. I mean, it's yeah, I definitely don't have diff- anywhere to stand. It's on a that. whole different world out there for some. And I'm taking folks. color out of the equation: black, oh, white, yeah, that brown, have shit whatever. To do with it. There's some. There's some. There's some poor white folks that grow up in situations that. You know, studies show if you're born in a low socioeconomic class, chances are you're not going to get out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people that do. And you're going to you know, have but, a pretty low rate of just overall fucking joy in your life, too. Right. I mean, because... No hope. Man, you got... Oh, goodness. I think some of that comes from the way you're raised. Just like me, like, I was raised in a middle-class family. It's always been acceptable it, because it's who you surround yourself with. Right. I'm surrounded by middle-class family, so I, it's acceptable for me to be middle-class. Now, if I was born... Oh, man. Jesus, you even held the mic up to that one, too. That was, oh, nice. I did the first hey, one, Hey, Matt, what's the, the time one. signature on that? We're going to have to go 2438. back. 24-38. All right, if you would, just go ahead and jot that down. Right. <laughs> we'll, we'll go back and I check that out a little. Out of I'm everything about. we talked about tonight, Andrew wants to hear the fart section. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we'll I get, can't we'll, remember what, we'll I, was to, what uh, was I was saying. We'll get to the you talking about being from a middle class family, yeah, exactly. and you're, yeah. And you see a lot of people from upper class, even if it's their doctors, even if their parents are doctors and they paid for their college, but they still have to go to college and they still have to complete college and they still have to go through all this, all these hoops to jump through. That I, I wouldn't do that. But they could be the same type of mentality person I am, but do it. Because that is accept it's it, it wouldn't be acceptable for anything less. You see what I'm saying? That goes back like, to the heart of what I was saying. Because you hear a lot of people say, "Well, if you work hard and you try, anybody can make anything of themselves. You just got to pull yourself up by the bootstraps." But even in your example, everybody—I don't care who you are—had some kind of help to get where you are. Exactly. If it's the 
the example you just used where someone's family pays for their college. They had help exactly. to get that yeah. college degree. Yeah. You know, when I went to college, you know, I got a Pell Grant. I had help mm-hmm. to get my degree. And it burns me up to think that there's people that think they're self-made. There are very few people that are self-made. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. Well, I think that's enough of that depressing stuff. Let's take another quick break, digest this pizza. I like it. And come back and talk about our first time we really got interested in playing the guitar. I'm going to go outside and smoke some Mary Potts. Do it to it. Drink a couple beers. We'll we'll be happier when we come back. All right. Anyways. Guys, we're back. Big happenings this weekend. You know what Saturday is? What? Saturday is the 26th. Yeah. What's going down? It's the Happy Campers. First show in Paragould since January. So January the 25th. And that was at Skinny J's here in Paragould when we played there. Now, there was something else that happened like a week after that. And I think... One of us or two of us or some of us or something played some music at Roy's maybe, like on the week after that. But other than that, that's the only Think. thing. First public appearance for all three of us. Well, yeah. now on February the third. Sorry, I, I am our historian. That's yeah, right. On the resident on February the third, we played at Chateau on the Ridge for the old folks. That sure right. did. Now yeah. that that was, was the VIP event. Though. That, that was a very, very, man. very heartwarming. And experience. we need to see what we can do. To do that again? Oh, I can make it happen, man. Well, I but mean, we can't be COVID around rules. old folks well, right that's now, what I'm man. Saying. Oh, with yeah. the COVID rules, we need to all, if we have to, I wonder let's if they all get tested. They FaceTime. Let's all do all the sanitary measures that the people that come in and out well, of there have, have to, to do Well, we'd have to play through a plate of glass for them. Well, no, I mean they've got workers that work there, so I mean they could get three more people. I tell you what, I'll do some research. I'll do some research on that. I know, but anyhow, now. They say, oh, sorry. I feel like we want to stray there for a second. Yeah, we did. Sorry. Anyway, this Saturday, the 26th, Feisty Bees, 6 o'clock. Make your reservations. We've already heard several people, several good friends of ours confirm that they're going to come. And I'm excited because it's an early night, 6 to 9. I mean, hell, there's nights we don't get started until 9 o'clock. This is true. Yeah, that's true. So now, I mean, we got time to do that and then come do something afterwards. We're going to have a. Uh, after and party Yeah man Well I Still went by up there by Today Because dude Feisty Bees It's just not one of those places That we ever go to And Eat Or anything Like well I mean now We don't We don't fucking go anywhere And go out Or nothing But But even whenever All that was normalized Like I just never went to Feisty Bees A whole lot I guess because it's all the way On the other side of town Yeah But I went by there today And I I hung out for a little while Uh and I checked out the little area. Where I bet you drank a beer, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. I had I had one while I was there. Yeah. I checked out the little area where we're going to be setting up at. Looked pretty cool. I mean, it's it's just a corner. We, we've had smaller corners. I've yep. been a, put in a corner before. Yeah. 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 I'm just looking forward to getting out and playing music with you guys, man. Yeah, I think it'll be a good blast. time, especially here in town where we ain't got to drive. Should be uh, easy load in, easy load out. Yeah, man. Andrew's yeah. still on the search for a guitar. 
Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm on the market these days. Uh, I made a mistake. Well, my guitar that I always play, I I made a mistake with it a long time ago, and I mean, I'd got carried away and tuned up and honky tonking on the back porch <laughs> to the extent that I just decided to leave my guitar out there in the case, but the open. lid of the case was open. And this was a Martin guitar. This isn't and, some cheap guitar. Yeah, I'd only had it for, you know, probably a year or so. And I I went to bed that night, and I woke up, and it was storming. And I got up real quick. I was like, oh, no. I looked over on the wall, and I didn't see my guitar hanging on the wall hanger where I usually have it. And I thought, oh, no. And I went outside, and, man. Your worst could, fear confirmed. Oh, it, it was it was. Worse than I'd imagined it in my head. Like there was like a puddle of water inside the case and like inside the guitar and all that. This was a long time ago. It it took some drying out and went and got it got it fixed up where it had split and all of that. And it's just been kind of a battle with it ever since then. On on her good days, she's real nice, but then she goes into. She's a fickle lover, huh? Yeah, yeah. she goes into rough days. and So now, I'm, you told me one time, uh, when's the first time like you really thought, is the Roy Clark guitar the first guitar you got? Very first guitar. Okay, you still I have that guitar, don't you? I still have that yeah. guitar. So that I, we were kind of talking of earlier this week about the first time that we kind of got interested in music, enough to want to maybe play around with the guitar. So Andrew's grandma, if, if I remember right, ordered you a mom. Book. Mom, ordered, yeah, Andrew's mom. mom ordered you a Roy Clark guitar off the TV. Right? Yeah, I was about 11, and there was an infomercial that would come on, like TNN. And I remember TNN. It, it, there was an infomercial that would come on, and it was Roy Clark, and he had this guitar. This was like Esteban, way the fuck before Esteban. Yeah. <laughs> and But Roy Clark, he had, a, he had this signature guitar he was putting out, and it, all, it just came with a book, and it came with... It had a tuner, but it was one of the tuners that you blow into, like to make the yeah sound. Yeah. yeah, and it had a. It even came with like stickers that you could stick on the on the neck underneath the strings to show, like color coded to show you where the ah, chords were. Yeah, but I never did that because I never could understand really that far. Like it had the book and it showed like the little chord boxes like that shows you how to do G, C, D and all. Yeah. But I never understood like how to read that shit yeah. until a little bit later. And then I was like, oh, I see how to make the chords now. So then I went and got a poster that's yep. on my wall. I've had it's one of those. Still have all the chords on it. Yeah. And uh, that's in Winford's basement on the wall. There's a I've got all the all the guitar chords on there and that that helped me out a ton. But man, as far as that first guitar that I had, I mean, hell, it was trash. But I had to talk to my mom for a year before she would get that for me. Well, bless mom's heart for finally getting that guitar. What about you, Trepo? When's the first time that you thought, like, did your parents get you a guitar as a surprise for Christmas, or did you like be like, Mom, Mom, I want a guitar, I want a guitar. My grandma. Actually, on my on my dad's side, Lulu, she uh, she got me this. Um, it was a knockoff hummingbird. Oh, it, it sweet! Was, uh, it, yeah, but it was real cheap, kind of kind of like the Roy Clark guitar. It was just was it an those, Epiphone hummingbird? No, it no, wasn't even. Not even. It was that like a. Good, huh? 
it was like a Vivitar or something. Everybody shit. should <laughs> learn on a shitty guitar, dude. And sure. Well, I've I had that talk with my mom the other day, but anyways, it was the it was the Hummingbird, and it was just kind of junk. And then I got into I didn't really pick it up and play it much, but then I got into playing music with my friends. But I was a drummer. I had, since then I'd just put down the guitar and got drums, and I've. I would. So you had a drum kit as well. Oh yeah, I okay. I started on the drums. That's where I tell everybody my music come from was drums first, and then um, and then fourteen I think it was. I was like I want a guitar, and so and I got I got the PV or no it was a Squire Bullet. Squire Bullet. Yep, and it came with a kit with the amp and the guitar and. <clears throat> Little did I know that was an excellent guitar. Like the action was good, um, but I wish the first guitar I had had started out being that guitar, and I think I would have just played nothing but guitar. And yeah, man, that definitely was, makes all the difference. Dude, all the difference. That's in the why world when Lucy when when she wants to plumb, I'm gonna start her off on like a Baby Taylor or something. Well, man, I come from the pawn shop, and it it was a K brand, K A Y, and it was. Oh, I was shitty. hoping you were just gonna say K period. No, <laughs> it, it, it was. Like, what kind is it? K. I, <laughs> I've still got that guitar. It was acoustic electric. Man, the action on it was shitty. It sounded bad. It had like a lacquer finish. I don't know how much my parents gave for it, but it couldn't have been much. It was, it was, uh, it was, it was not a good rig. But like yeah. I said, I think everybody should learn on a shitty guitar because it makes you appreciate the, the guitars that play oh, a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, but I was telling my mom this uh, last night, I think. We were talking about getting Lucy a guitar, and I was like, you know, I mean, I know they didn't, they didn't know because they're not musicians, and uh, yeah, that so, makes sense. So they bought me uh, just a starter guitar, which you know they, I, my grandma bought it. But anyway, she, that's what they started me out on. And me being a musician now, I want to get Lucy something like when she's ready. Oh, is that the Roy Clark? Oh, look at oh, here. Bridge is starting to separate. Yeah, looks like a. I think this is a classical guitar. Hey. Yeah, you see like that though? He signed the damn thing there at the top. Right. Yeah, look, see that that is yeah, it's signature, signature. Yep. It's signed by him. I, bet I mean, I might as well fucking met him. I guess, right? Yeah. Man, this looks like a pretty cheap guitar. That's nice. Yeah, I like the uh, look at the sound holes. Got kind of the the, the Indian Aztec look yeah, around yeah. it. Yeah, that's nice. She's that's a '97 model. '97 model. Yeah, came with a book. Had a swing low sweet chariot in it. That's gonna sound real bad when you play a chord. Yep, See? it sure does sound bad. Yeah, and interesting. This is a classical guitar. For those of you who don't know the difference, classical guitars strings are a little bit further apart. The Flat. headstock's a little bit different. The tuning knobs it's, a little. But bit you know different. what? That guitar is what I learned how to play all the chords on and stuff. This and is so, where it all started. So huh? basically, going from that. To anything else is a step is up. Is a cakewalk. Yes, like that's what I said. I, I, everybody should start on. When I really learned how to play like a G, a C, and a D on that guitar, the only other guitars that I'd ever played was when I would go up to there by Hibbets. It used to be on cue where they've got all the CDs and yeah. stuff. But they would have guitars hanging on the wall in there. Well, I'd go in there and fuck around with their electric guitars, and. 
when man, so I would learn like GCs and Ds on this thing at home. And then when I would go up there and plug them in and play, I was like, oh, man, that's yeah. a whole yeah. lot different. That's quality. That's a whole lot different. But shit, man, like I could, you know, mom wouldn't buy me anything, anything other than that. But I guess that's why I just kept fucking around with that one and playing it. Yeah, that man, and that's, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to start Lucy off with a good one and then just kind of go from there. And if she doesn't like it, then I've got a baby Taylor to play. There you I go. Mean, and and if she does like it, I've got a baby Taylor to play. <laughs> <laughs> the mean, truth comes out. Matt yeah, wants a baby Taylor. Exactly. And I, if I can teach my kid how to play guitar in the process, that's great. Dude, my friend um, Donnie Smith is either him or his son Robert. But, um, well, Megan, uh, Michael's ex-wife. Yeah. Her yeah. dad, Donnie. Hell of a guitar player. Her brother, great guitar player also. One of them guys, I can't remember which one it is. Ophelia, shut up. Dog, The dogs are getting with it. Jesus Christ, man, my dogs are Are they are fighting or to, fucking? They're, well, Ophelia fighting, tries to it's fuck all the Merle because Merle, he's, well, he's, well, he's accepted. But Merle's geez. egging it on. Anyhow, one of them boys, they've got a little Martin guitar. Backpacker. And it is a real tree camo edition, little Martin, and it's like, it's not somebody that's just put the wrap on there or whatever. Like the company made it like that, and it was a real tree camo. I would love to find one of those guitars and buy that. That would be the ultimate little like travel guitar if you wanted to write a song, mess around with that. I love that guitar, and it even had a little pickup in it. I've got way too many guitars, but oh, I do too. I like guitars, so what are you going to do? So, what was your first one? That K, the K, yeah, that's the right. K. You just talked and then about and then for graduation, my parents bought me a uh, Alvarez Yari, which is like the top of the line Alvarez guitars you can get. Yeah. It was like a thirteen hundred dollar guitar. There you go. But it, it was nice because. Alvarez has their basic Alvarez line, which I'm not a huge fan of. But then they've got their upper line, which is called the Alvarez Yari uh, series. And it's made by a luthier in uh, Japan named Kazuo Yari. And actually, you've seen the guitar. It's got his signature burned into the bottom. Yeah. And, it's, dude, it's, it's a sweet rig, man. The only thing I wish, it, it's just acoustic. I, I need to spend the money and have me a Fishman pickup put in it so I can play it. But, yeah. man, I tell you... I've got that Takamini, the Seven Bridges Road guitar. That's Dude, a fine that, guitar. That is, a, that that's, is a good, that's an excellent guitar. I've I, got that Washburn you're playing now. That's a great little guitar. That guitar has been here at my house now for a couple of weeks, and I've I had really the pleasure of playing, playing that. that. It's an excellent that's a pawn guitar. shop fine, but it's a good one. It's yeah, a really I'm gonna good guitar. I'm going to play that rig this uh, this Saturday at Five Bs, but I think I'm going to start a. Uh, all my DoorDash money that I make, I think I'm going to start setting that aside. And That's gonna, what you ought to do, man. In a month, a, you can have uh, enough for a good guitar. Yeah, I'm going to start a. I'm going to start a guitar fund now. My Martin that I have that I just, man, the chiropractor they just can't get it adjusted out right. It's just kind of warped a little bit, and yeah. but I'm not gonna. I'm never going to get rid of that guitar. I'm going to keep it just as a like a wall hanger. Just something yeah. to or hang beat, up on Everybody the needs a beat-around guitar. Just oh, something yeah, you can man. take out to yeah. the campfire. It's and a demoted guitar. I, I want to yeah. keep it. But, no, I'm definitely going to be on the market for uh, for something new or something used. So, if you're listening to this and uh, you got any leads on any 
any uh, nice acoustic guitars. I don't have my eye on any particular brand. Preferably acoustic electric, right? Uh, yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, definitely, definitely acoustic electric. Um, but, yeah, I'm going to be looking around some here in the near future and going to find the right guitar for myself. Man, it's weird. You got it when you're looking for a guitar, you got to kind of just find the one that calls out to you, you know. You Man, there's kinda... some of them that you 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 grab a hold of and they they just fit you. Yep. Like they yep. fit they like fit this everything. Is it. Man, I've got feels better than others. Defender 12 string. Yeah. My 12 string I've Oh, got. that sounds sweet, dude. That's the way it was. I picked it up in the store and I was like, it came from a pawn shop and I struck one chord and I had chills. And I was like, Man, I wish this thing was You're coming home electric. with me, baby. Well, I, I was like, damn it. I wish it had some electronics on it. Well, I flipped the son of a bitch over. Boom, it does. I was like, no shit. So I got to playing on it, and I was like, okay, how am I going to explain this random guitar purchase? I come in here for some strings. And <laughs> left the guitar. And, I mean, I called her up. She said it was cool. She actually paid for it. Hey, even over better. the phone, it was paid for by the time I got up to the counter with it. But, but yeah, well, that's that's my guitar story, man. Guys, I think that's my, a wrap on episode seventeen. Unless y'all have anything else uh, interesting to say, about time for me to go home and uh, put on my night clothes. I like it. This going back to work's hard on old man. Yeah, you've been off work for like three weeks now. Ah, two weeks. But I was ready to go back. I was ready to re-enter. Uh, society. Well, we appreciate everybody listening out there to the THC Jamcast. Again, if you want to contact us, our emails thcjamcast at gmail.com. Come see us Saturday evening, the 26th at uh, Feisty, Feisty Bees. Bees. Drink a beer with us, eat That's some right. good food. Matt, it's good to see you. It's been a while. Man, Jason, I'm glad you're not dead, brother. Me too. That makes two of us. Andrew, Thanks again for hosting this party. Yes, sir. Glad so, to see both of you here tonight. We'll start as soon as we get off here getting content ready for episode 18. So look for that in two weeks. Until then, peace. Happy Campers Jamcast with Jason Lynham, Andrew Gander and Matt Trepo. 